Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey gang, it's Commissioner Cooper, and if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. First and foremost, it's free. The easy-to-use creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If we can do it, trust me, you can too. Download the free Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for the shit show. Do, do, do. There you go, Mike. All right, let's do our introductions. He's brand new to the set, although he's been part of us for years. Fred the King Rat Reyes. Welcome. <laughs> I hope you're off mute, Fred. Um, also on the set, we have Greg O.J. Mayer. Welcome to the set, sir. While we play a shaft. <laughs> it's, it's a game show, bro. It's, that's, it's the shit it's show. Not, Come on. All right, anyway. like and last but certainly not least, Mike the Straw Hernandez. The Straw. Yo, it was man like bun. it was like car wash. That's what it felt man like. Bun. <laughs> like Mike the man bun. Well, it also leads into our first kind of like it was sounding a little more porn music. So we have our first subject today. <laughs> is Aaron Roger fantasies. All right, so we're all going to come up with what we think is the best fantasy fit for Aaron Rodgers. I defer, to, I, I defer to Fred. No, no, yeah. no, wait, no surprise. I'm going to begin. I defer to you. I will go with the Miami Dolphins. Big, big do. surprise here. Now, listen, not for nothing, this makes sense. 10 and 6 last year. 21st in the pass we got Devontae Parker we added Waddle we got Wolf Fuller Gasecki was coming on this is a team poised for a Super Bowl run and all they really it's, it's, <laughs> hey it's not that funny listen I meant if Aaron Rodgers if they had like an Aaron Rodgers quarterback you can laugh all you want they would be Super Bowl contenders not for nothing all right Freddie Booyah, what you think, bro? Okay. So I had two different teams, Denver and San Francisco. I, I was a toss-up. <clears throat> I picked initially Denver, but then I seen the quarterbacks in their division. So I'm going to go with San Francisco. They have a really good defense. 
it, within the division, uh, Seattle's in turmoil with the Wilson situation. Um, Kyler Murray's uh, really good. And the Rams, I don't think Stafford is going to do that well as everybody else is thinking. Uh, also, they can cut Jimmy G and save $24 million, so the money's there. You have uh, the, probably a number one or number two tight end in Kittle. Uh, got a bunch of good wide receivers with Samuel leading the way. And, of course, the running backs are always good with Mostert. So my pick would be San Francisco for all those reasons. Plus, you're staying the NFC um, where your only competition truly is Tom Brady. Whereas if you go into the AFC, like you said, you have the upstart Dolphins, you have the Chiefs, you you know, you have Herbert now and with the Chargers, the Bills. So my pick would be San Francisco, 100%. Sweet. All right, Greg, that's when you're supposed to start talking. Well, listen, because I thought this was a fantasy show, right? We're not. We're talking about how the impact is supposed to be fantasy-wise if Aaron Rodgers went to a different team. Not the Dolphins going to the fucking Super Bowl. Not San Fran in the fucked-up, hard-ass AFC West. Fantasy-wise, right? That's what we're supposed to be talking about, right? Welcome back, Fred. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so, if we're going to talk about fantasy-wise, the best fit for Aaron Rodgers. I was going to say San Francisco, but Freddie just gave us this fucked up analogy because he didn't say anything. It's an analysis. Don't matter. Don't matter. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't work because we're talking about fantasy. How's it going to have an impact on fantasy? So, I was given Denver. If Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver, it's going to have an impact on Melvin Gordon. It's going to have an impact on Philip Lindsay. And Jerry Judy, that will you know, elevate his game because he's going to have a, a real quarterback behind the line giving him the ball. So if he goes to Denver, Denver has a strong defense. That's going to help their defense as well, keeping them off the field. So I think Denver would be the best fit. That's going to help elevate other players' fantasy value. That's what we're supposed to be talking about. Now, so let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Greg. No, 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 no. You talked about San Fran. Right. I didn't hear anything about fantasy-wise. Is it going to help the running backs in fantasy? Well, is it going to help the wide receivers in San Fran? Quick how question. Aaron Rodgers, wait, how would Aaron Rodgers help San Francisco? That's what I'm, I'm trying to tell you. Obviously, obviously, Jimmy G, you can't compare Aaron Rodgers to Jimmy G. Okay, right. so anything that he does is going to ele- elevate San Francisco and the fantasy production. So how is that going to impact the players then, Freddie? Uh, give, me well, obviously, is, give me a wide receiver or running Debo back Samuel. Help obviously, he's going to catch more passes, Break Debo Samuel. Down, Break it down for me. So okay. let, me, well, let, me, let me just pause that for a second. Let me interrupt this fucking rant one second because you're <laughs> sitting here saying that we didn't say anything. I believe the words out of my mouth were Parker, Waddle, Will Fuller, and Gasecki. That is fantasy relevant, sir, and that's how that well, would affect you, fantasy. Right. And that's what I was going to say. You can't but compare Aaron Rodgers with Jimmy G because so Kittle, Jason, I apologize, finish. Jason, because Freddie's nonsense made me forget what you said. So, <laughs> think about it, Greg. Think about this. Think about this. You're upgrading the quarterback position from right, Jimmy G right. to Aaron Rodgers. So automatically, Debo Samuel gets more catches, more yards because he's more accurate. Thank you. That's Harry what I'm Kittle, looking for, so Thank listen, Kittle, Kittle might have just went from a second or third best receiver to the best receiver in the league because of Aaron Rodgers. You mean tight end? I mean, yeah, sorry, tight end. Okay, thank you. But so just by me saying Aaron Rodgers on San Francisco when it came to fantasy, everybody gets better. Right, but then break see now, down see now what you fail to realize with what you fail to realize with Denver. 
Frank, okay, you, you, you could try to cut me off because I'm I'm killing your argument. Not, no, no, but, no, it's not an argument. See, but, that's what I'm saying. I'm not but, arguing with you. But you did Denver, down. Denver you is really good. Let me finish. It's not an argument. So, I'm bringing your A game now. Because okay. you weren't bringing your A game when you went the first time. You, you're, you're bringing, bringing the G game, the great game. game. This is that's way below A. But check this out. First show, first show. Let me get the kinks out. Let's do this. I like the Denver pick. But I think their division is actually a little bit better now than the NFC West with Seattle, Arizona, and the Rams. I don't think the Rams, Stafford is going to make a big difference, and Seattle's going through turmoil. Now, with Denver, you're going to face the Chiefs twice. You're facing the Chargers twice. You're facing um, who the hell's else in that fucking division? Okay. Um, whatever. Stop, stop real quick. Stop San Diego, right? Right. right. So, so it's a little bit harder for Aaron Rodgers in the AFC West compared to the NFC West. Okay, but this is my argument, right? You said fantasy wise, how is it going to help? That's all I'm asking. And okay. I think Aaron Rodgers on Denver is going to elevate that team. That's all. It's going to elevate those players. That's you didn't a, break that's that down. You didn't. You didn't break that down the first time, Freddie. Aaron Rodgers anywhere is going to elevate the team. Fact. All right, listen. Mike has to go now, and he's already intimidated from last week. So, Mike, I'm not intimidated. I'm enjoying it, bro. This is good. <laughs> it's nice to be on the outside looking in. This is all I'm saying. <laughs> go ahead. Let's go. All right, so, all right, so, so Mike, who, Mike, who do you think? So I went ahead and I picked the dark horse only because I don't think he'll actually end up going there. But fantasy relevant. Man, I would love to see Aaron Rodgers in Washington. Ooh. Can you imagine Aaron Rodgers, nice young defense, Antonio Gibson? They got Curtis Samuel now. Ooh. I mean, come on. You still got, uh, what, McLaren out there? Yeah. I mean, it's it's nasty, bro. I mean, if you think about that, NFC uh, East. East. Yeah. Now least. you got, you know what I'm saying? NFC least. Yeah, <laughs> NFC least. I mean, you know, they can really make an make a argument. I mean, not only in football-wise, but fantasy-wise as well. I mean, that all those players end up getting better. Well, get, like get, getting like off that. the uh, Aaron Rodgers thing for a second, though, um, I feel you. I'm not. I'm not doubting your what your pick, but th- now don't forget. Now I know. I know he was a Dolphin, so I'm like riding the dick a little hard. But they do have Fitzy, who's not for nothing. He's gonna make mistakes, but fantasy-wise, he is gonna fling the rock down the field. One thing that we didn't consider is that we're talking about what kind of fantasy impact uh, negatively affects the Green Bay Packers roster. Mm, now, yeah. now we're talking about Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones. I mean, these guys take a major hit now with so Aaron. Now, so gone. does Aaron Jones drop out the first round? Does Devontae Adams drop out the first round? Are they in second-round players now? Uh, like initial whole- thoughts have to be, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would have to think, yeah. Because – what you're going to have Jordan Love back there, or, or if they trade, who they get trade for you, yeah. right? That's or Tua, like, right. nah, yeah, right. That's I think, the biggest impact. I, I think they both fall out of the first round without Aaron Rodgers, but I don't know. Aaron Jones is still be that hinge running back because he can still do he, a lot. He might actually, his value actually might go, go up, up considering yeah. they may change their whole offense to be a run heavy style offense. So, but does you he know, work well in that? That's the other, you know, question. who will, you know, who would get a lot, who would move up a lot and get some consideration. What's the kid from last year, AJ Dillon? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If they go run heavy, if they go run heavy. Hey, gang, Commissioner Cooper here. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself stressing to capture leads that visit your website? Or how about a new video for your company? Our friends at Digital Brew can help. 
Digital Brew is an animation studio that specializes in making sweet videos that are lead generating machines. Digital Brew is always our number one overall pick for any of our animation movie needs. Visit them online today at digitalbrew.com to see what the Brew Crew can do for you. We, we spent enough time fantasizing about Aaron Rodgers. Let's Ooh. move on now to our draft recap and who we thought the winners were out of the draft. So I'm going to do, uh, instead of going uh, with a team, I'm just going to point out some players that, you know, be impacted fantasy-wise from the draft. Allen Robinson with the Bears going with Justin Fields. I believe that elevates his game now. That's, you know, instead of a mid-tier, he's not even sure his quarterback is. He's got a young kid he can mold with, so I'd like that. <clears throat> hate to go back to Miami, but I love Miles Gaskin now. Not for nothing. They did listen now. Hold on. Hold on. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. They did not draft any running back. I mean, sorry. They didn't draft any running back early. They got one late in the draft. There's not somebody to replace him. They believe in Gaskins, and he's going to be the guy. And now that the offense has stepped up in the receiving core, that's only going to benefit him. Now, going to Pittsburgh, how about Ben Roethlisberger? Them drafting Najee Harris. That's going to only benefit Ben. They're going to stop leaning on him. You brought it up last, last week, Greg, when you said they leaned on Ben's arm. He started yep. getting hurt towards the end. They can't do that anymore, so they got a guy for him. And then someone I pointed out last week that I said wasn't going to be as good this week, I'm going to point out how he benefited from the draft, Lamar Jackson, um, everyone's all about this Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota saying that this is going to be the guy now for him. Um, and it's a can't miss, so to speak. So I, you know, he's going to benefit from that as well. So, you know, all in all, uh, some, some good benefits all the way around the league. Greg, who was your big winner in the draft? I'm, I'm a go. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. I'm going to surprise some of you guys with this one. I think Chase Edmonds won because mm-hmm. Arizona did not draft a running back at all. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kenyon Drake is gone. So Chase Edmonds has the ability to catch out the backfield. He's a pretty good runner. So I think he won overall with them not even drafting the running back. But I also want to say who I sneaky like, and I think this is going to be a sneaky connection, is um, Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Oh, they, yeah. they had that the connection. They had that connection in, in college. Mm-hmm. So they know each other. They 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 got that you know synchronization. You know, that's Absolutely. the word synchronization, you know. So I think that, that they could have a big season, a big season for Jamar Chase down in um Cincinnati. All right. So I just want to point out Greg has now coined the phrase synchronization. I was gonna say last <laughs> week, last week Mike Mike coined the term mid-attack. 
So yes. <laughs> what? Explanation. Mike, Mike who you... Hey Siri. <laughs> Look up synchronization. Mike, no, synchronization. Mike, what what Spelling. do you think is gonna have the best mid attack from the draft? So I mean, so we're gonna we just gonna stop the hate, all this hate on the on the set. We just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and call it for what it is. You know, let's the, go. Tua. Tua. Tua got Tua got some fantasy uh love this with Ooh. I mean, I really liked what the Dolphins did in the draft. I mean, I really liked I mean I thought that Waddle pickup was nice Big. pick to build around. Big. And I mean, I definitely I mean I'm not saying like you're gonna draft Tua in the top five QBs yet, but I mean I like his I like his potential next mm. year. So yeah, I know. I was I was on the fence on it a little bit. I mean, I thought that um, the Niners did well in order to make sure that they stay that run game. You know, I, I, I like what my team did as far as that's concerned. But if I'm really being honest with myself, yeah, two will get to get to the biggest. Uh, He's gonna get an upgrade. Boost, Ooh, yeah, really? off the draft. Yeah, love hearing that, Fred. Player wise, I, I definitely agree with Greg. I think it's Joe Burrow. I mean, he was absolutely killing it before he got hurt throwing for big yards. And and now that he has somebody that he's familiar with, he played with in college, I think I think that's just going to work better for him. I've seen, I, I know they dogged the, the Cincinnati Bengals when they made the pick. Maybe they should have went more with defense or to protect them with the line. But uh, he was doing well before that. And uh, I think with Jamar Chase, I think that absolutely kills it. Now, team-wise, I'm going to go with my own team. The New York Jets. Hmm. Uh, they, Freddie, don't and, do it, but, Freddie. Don't. But let me give you the reason why. Don't let me let me give you my analysis. Right. Think about this. We haven't had stability since Bill Parcells, and after that was maybe Rex Ryan. Three of the sixteen picks were rated ninety or above. We got three of them out of the sixteen. So hold on. I mean that's that's coming from a Dolphin fan, so we should know we we you know he still believes in Tua. But Freddy, let me finish. Freddy, let me finish. Freddy. Let me off. Let me finish. The, let me finish my statement. Then you can, ask, then you can question me. Wilson right. was rated 93. We went up and got Vera Tucker, who's rated 91. And Elijah Moore fell to us at 32, who was ranked 90. So we got three of the 16. We got a big play running back from North Carolina who has 20 plays of 20 or more yards. Okay. We had the A grade. We had two steals late in the draft with, with Nazir the safety and the Kentucky cornerback Echoes. And to oh furthermore say that we have God. 11 picks again next year. He's been waiting all morning for this. Grade. Because I heard you know the analysis you know last week from Jason. the Jets fan, yep. and Jason, I thought it was Jason, terrible. Jason, can that I rebuttal? For a reason. The Jason, dragon needs to be put back in the Please dungeon do. because right it was ahead. terrible. Jason, Jason right can I rebuttal? Go right ahead. Wait, wait, you got to finish my thought before you can rebuttal my thought. Bro, nobody wants to hear it. Okay. You're making it into a Jets show. This is not WFAN in New York. We know know who's the only real Jets fan here. We heard your analysis last week. Terrible. So I will defend my team, just like Jason's been talking about Miami, because the Miami is an AFC East show, I guess. Because well, I've, anyway, I've heard about Freddy, Miami. Freddie, Freddie, Freddie. Go ahead. Jason, Jason admits when his Dolphins are shitty. Jason would not admit. I didn't say we're great. Wait, I said wait, we had a good wait, draft. Jason, I, uh, Freddie, I give you the floor. Jason would admit when the, the oh. Dolphins are shitty. When they're not That's... doing well, he's going to admit that. 
Okay, once again, this is about the draft. I've been a I've been a Jets fan since Kenny O'Brien, Richard Todd, fucking Freeman McNeil. I've been Al a Jets fan my whole life. Altoon, Wesley team. Walker. Yes, okay. back then. But you gotta admit, we have a rookie quarterback that they say with his build, he can get hurt, and he's a rookie. See? This is Ray, why you missed me, because you missed the whole point. Ray, 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 this is why they missed me on this show, people, because, Greg, it is not about the team. It's about the draft. Freddie, let me finish. You have a rookie quarterback. That, okay, right? that was a bad draft pick? A, a, a left tackle that's in the second year. Was it, a bad draft, was it a bad draft pick? Was it a bad draft pick? Can I finish? Can I finish? I'm just asking. Can I finish? Okay, go ahead. Thank you. Next year, they're not going to be fantasy relevant at all. Maybe that's not the question. Two, two or three. We're talking about fantasy wise, Freddie. Again, this is a fantasy. He asked game. you about the draft and how is it going to have an impact fantasy wise? The question fantasy-wise, was dragons are illiterate. Are you Listen, listen, listen. The qu- what was the question, that, Jason? What was the question? Freddie, what I learned on the first episode <laughs> was that we are completely committed to the fantasy side of everything. Fantasy. So they, they don't right. want to hear about But oh, if yeah, Jason uh, says, fantasy. hey, what do you think about the draft? I'm not worried about fantasy. fantasy. I'm just telling you how I think we drafted. Even even in even in, I'll just say this. This is somebody who did not read what I sent. Because it does say in the text very clearly with the draft and the fantasy impact. Impact. That that is what because we are a fantasy show. But back to this is why we call it. So what was the Jason, what was the question that you asked right before you went to us? I don't. It's all recording. On. Either way, let's move so. on because we're, we're getting we're getting up to it. We're getting up to the. Let, let's move on. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do our breakdown of the AFC South. Um, and that that is on. Just so we're clear, Fred, this is on fantasy impact of the AFC South offseason. All right. So just so we're clear. Jason, can we I just ask Freddie a question real quick? <laughs> of course. Go ahead. Real quick. Are you drafting Zach Wilson? Are you drafting Elijah Moore? <laughs> Are you drafting a lineman? You're I hope so. None of that this year, Freddie. That's you are under no listen, obligation but listen, to answer that question. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm gonna answer the question. I'm gonna answer the question. Let's answer and move on. Go ahead and answer. All right, listen. I'm gonna answer your question. Okay, he said the draft and the fantasy impact. Right. Everything that Joe Douglas did for Zach Wilson helped Zach Wilson. Fantasy wise. Okay. Are you drafting anyway. any Jets player next year? Are you drafting Jesus. when you when Six it says the Red Raps are on the clock? So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Do you not think questions. do you not think somebody's gonna draft question. more Wilson or the Jets defense this year? Probably not. Let's move Thank on. You. Okay. Let's during move on. the draft, during the draft, I'm gonna say I told you so. Because okay. somebody will. I hope so, and I hope it's you. I hope it's you. No, uh, it's going to be great because you're going to cock block me. It's going to oh, be yeah. you. It's going to be you. The AFC South, all right? AFC, Freddie. AFC South. AFC South, fantasy relevance. All right, we're going to start. Oh, we're going to start in Indianapolis. The additions oh, of, of, obviously, Carson Wentz 
and uh, Marlon. Well, they re-signed Marlon Mack and they re-signed T.Y. Hilton. So they've kept their pieces of their offense other than losing Rivers, which I think is kind of a wash, to be honest with you, between, you know, other than him being younger than Rivers and a little more athletic. So, you know, as far as fantasy impact concerns, I think Wentz, you know, is basically what you saw out of Rivers last year is probably what you're going to see out of Wentz. I would just assume. I mean, he is he is back with Frank Reich, so there might be some new gadget plays they might throw in. Um, but you know, obviously, the biggest impacts for them, obviously, with with Wentz um, starting with them, guys. What you think about the Colts? I think I want to go first. Sorry, didn't mean to step on anybody's toes. But I think Michael Pittman Jr. is going to have a breakout season in the second year. Mm-hmm. I liked what he did at the end of the season last year. And I mm-hmm. think if Carson Wentz can stay healthy right. and can get him the ball in the right spots and the right spaces on the football field, he's going to have a big season. So I'm looking out for see if Michael, you know, Michael Pittman Jr. is going to have a big season next year. Mike or Fred, get jump right on in there. I defer to Fred. Uh- <laughs> he's got to look it up he's that was that up. was the fantasy no i was waiting for the fantasy relevant part i didn't hear nothing i just said oh, michael I mean, pittman's gonna have a big season in his second year that's it that's it this guy's gonna have a big season oh my god what have we come to here let me tell you about indianapolis i have the i have the resident indianapolis fan living in my fantasy freddie fantasy okay i think <laughs> fantasy wise the Indianapolis Colts are irrelevant. Ain't nobody going in the first four rounds. Carson Wentz <laughs> is over there, and he was shell-shocked in Philadelphia. So we don't know what's his mindset this year. And nobody, and nobody else really moves me to be like, oh, yeah, I got to pick him in the first three rounds. There's nobody that you're really gunning for. It's just, it's just the Indianapolis Colts. Well, here we go again with some great no, no, shit. Real quick, real quick, real quick. So Jonathan <laughs> Taylor, the running back, who had 11 touchdowns last season as a rookie and rushed for over 1,000 yards as a rookie is not fantasy relevant next year. That has I did not say that. I did not say that. I said I would not pick him. Let me finish. You just said it. If you rewind it, what I said was I will not pick them in the first three rounds. Any player. I would not. I would not. I would not. Wow. Uh, I would not. That's just my opinion. I would not pick none of the Colts. 100 yards rushing and 11 TDs sounds pretty good. I'm going to let you know now. I'm going to let you know now. Thank God I don't pick like you because I don't stay under Before we get too far into this, I know what Fred's saying is complete bullshit. And the reason (laughs) I can say that is this guy is notorious for going running back, running back, running back. I don't like Jonathan Taylor. I don't like Jonathan Taylor. If he's there, you'll take his ass. You'll take him. Mike, nope. Hey, Mike, do you have anything have, to say? I've or? never picked up a coat. I hate the Colts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just the Colts in general. I mean, I don't know about four rounds, but I'm three rounds at least. I'm definitely not eyeing uh, any Colt. I mean, Michael Pittman is interesting. Obviously, he's going to be the one that you look at, Marlon Max. But yeah, they're all, both of them. Third rounders, maybe. I mean, you're not. But, I mean, you ain't going after Wentz. I mean, no, I'll just, you're not, I'm not nah, saying you're gonna go into the draft targeting them. But if right. Jonathan Taylor fell to your lap in the third round, you're not drafting Jonathan Taylor. Oh, Mike, probably yes, not. No, 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 let's no, think about this. Let's think about this. Here we go. Here we go. Greg, you're saying that you would pick up one of the running backs or whoever from Indianapolis with the first 36 picks. There are 36 Freddie, better players Freddie, than 
Jonathan Taylor, bro. Freddie. I think he's in right. our league, in our league, right? In other leagues. Because I know right. you just don't it's, play in this just league. in leagues in general. What, in leagues, yes. right? Yes. What is what is the number one thing that everybody looks for? Running back, right? You need Correct. a stockpile of running back. So you're telling me if you take a running back with your first pick, right? Just example. And then you take a wide receiver with your second pick in the second round. And Jonathan Taylor's sitting there, a kid who had 1,100 yards last year and 11 TDs. And okay. he, up, a, he a has a, quarter, quarterback, a, a quarterback upgrade. And you Michael think that's an upgrade? Okay, go ahead. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Yeah, I think Wentz is an upgrade over Rivers. Rivers, I played Wentz, dominated him last year. If he, stay, if he can stay healthy, and that's a team that relies on their defense, right? They're going to run yeah. that fucking ball to protect Carson Wentz. So you telling me a young running back that's under twenty five that's not going to get about three hundred carries? It's not going to. But, 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 but Greg, you, you know what? What, you, what you're not, Greg, what you're not like giving like. The, the the credit to the fact that Marlon Mack is a is a vital part of that run. Yes, and exactly. is he gonna and you got same? Jonathan, and you got and he also. But even when you got to remember that sophomore slump that always hits those running backs. But even those sophomore... when Mack was there, even when Mack was healthy, Taylor was the starter. Do you not recall Taylor was the starter beginning I know. of the season? I know. And, and, he, and he got most also, of the yards. Wait, wait, right. Listen, all I'm saying is, if Jonathan Taylor falls to me in the third round after I drop, maybe a draft a quarterback or draft whatever way you want to go in the first round. If Jonathan Taylor is sitting there and nobody else picks him, I'm going to pick him up. He's a young uh, running back. And that's why in all the leagues you're mostly last place. Wow. You don't know what you're doing. Freddie, how did you finish last year? All right, all right, all right. All right. So, right, so here goes on. my let's, thing. We gotta move on. We got a whole. We got Mer remember other teams to cover. I got five minutes. You're also going let's only go. by standard. You're not going PPR, which a lot of receivers will be picked ahead. Okay. Of running All right. Back. Oh my. That's God. a great point, Greg. Ooh. Jacksonville Jaguars. Round. All right. Let's talk about this team in the offseason. The, the addition of Marvin Jones Jr. They also added Philip Dorsett, so they got some kind of big, like tough guy receivers now drafting trevor lawrence also um drafting uh etney and also they re-signed carlos hyde as well i think um the jaguars are definitely on the upswing fantasy wise and i think their biggest pickup in the offseason is urban meyer i think that offense um will be different innovative and um they're you know they're gonna be young and healthy and this Trevor Lawrence is the real deal. So I think uh, all the way around, you can definitely find yourself targeting some Jags this year. Um, all right, what do you guys think? All right, so um, they're not going to – nobody. nobody's crawling over each other for, uh, you know, any of the Jags uh, rosters in the first few rounds. DJ Chark is still there. Um, but James Robinson, maybe. But – I mean, you're not really worried about too much of any Jags. We're going to waste too much time on them. Let's go. I'm staying away from this <laughs> I'm staying away from this backfield. You got Hyde. You got Robinson. Now you got Etney coming in. I'm staying away Who? from this backfield. DJ Shark, maybe late round, you know, 
third, fourth round, maybe fifth. You get him as a wide receiver, but I'm staying away from this fucking backfield at all. From the roster, let's be real. Come on, yeah. there's nobody. Yeah, there. I mean, nobody sexy. Yeah, there's no sexy picks there. Right. Well, I. I... Yeah, I, I'm on the same bandwagon as I went with the Colts. They're not going anywhere in the three, the first three, four rounds. Now, I do agree with Jason. Urban Meyer is a little bit uh, more prolific in the offense, so it does boost him up a little bit. Um, I think by them drafting Etienne really hurt Robinson. He had a great – he had such a good season last year. I don't think they really needed that running back. They should have went defense. But, uh, like I said, like, I, I agree with Mike. Ain't nobody jumping out to get the, yeah. any of the Jaguars players. Yeah, and I think uh, what, what we'll leave the Jags as is a wait and see. I, you know, yeah. I think we might be surprised. There might be some guys that step up and uh, surprise us from that squad. So, you know, we'll wait and see on them. Yeah, and All if right. you draft them and they end up doing something, you were right. lucky. You're you look like you're lucky. You didn't know what you are a genius. You're a genius. Shut your ass up. Lucky All ass. Right. Welcome to the island. Island Peppa skincare products. Love your skin your way. Stop by today at islandpeppaskincare.com to look at our variety of products for both men and women. Because in the islands, the Peppa is always black. <laughs> All right, let's go on to the Tennessee Titans, and you know, not mm. for nothing. Yeah, this I was looking at, you know, so, you know, take some time doing some research and looking at these teams. Like, and I'm glad that you take some time and look. Is like, wow, they lost Corey Davis, Adam Humphreys, and didn't add they they added Josh yeah, Reynolds shit. from the Rams. Like, mm-hmm. they didn't draft anybody big for receiver, so. You know, that's going to hurt Henry's value. I think that hurts Tannehill's value. Um, yeah, so the Tennessee Titans right now, I mean, you still – they're still, no matter what, teams were stacking a box against Derrick Henry, and it didn't matter. He was running their ass over anyway. So I don't think it's going to, like, really kill him, but it's definitely not helping him getting a replacement for Corey Davis. But, what do you guys think? You know who, but you know who it does help? A.J. Brown. Sure. He's going to get more targets. So I know court, they don't have another receiver that's really going to be on the, you know, that's really going to get any more coverage on the other side from AJ Brown. But you know, Tannehill's going to feed the shit out of him, bro. Absolutely. So I I think AJ Brown's going to have another big season. Fair to say though, he's going to be double covered a lot. That's my my, my concern with that. Yeah, but he's such a beast though. It's true. He's like Derrick Henry. You're right. Like, like he reminds me of like, and I don't want to say like Megatron. Megatron. Fucking two people on the line. That dude is so big and fast, like he's still gonna get the fucking rock, bro. That's a good comparison. I I I think that uh fantasy wise, of course, Derrick Henry is still gonna get picked round one or two. Um, I I actually think they they actually hurt themselves this year. Uh like you said, Corey Davis is gone. Yes, they have a AJ Brown, but what really hurt them is in the draft, they waited for the fifth round to pick a wide receiver. Everybody thought they were gonna get a receiver a lot quicker than that. Um, I, I don't think they're better. I actually think they're worse. I think Den- Derrick Henry's going to have a harder year because they're going to stack the box. And then all you need to do is, like you said, double cover A.J. Brown. It, it's not going to be a better year for the Titans at all. All right. Yeah. Let's go ahead. Wait, you ain't let my, me say my, my bad. I thought you already <laughs> win. My bad. I'm sneaky guy. The sneaky uh, fantasy uh, player might be uh, Josh Reynolds. You talked about mm-hmm. a lot of the attention that you have on uh, – right. You know, AJ. AJ Brown, and then mm-hmm. you got uh, Derrick Henry. So 
Uh, Tannehill, you know, he's okay. Uh, he's a serviceable uh, QB. He's shown to be. You know, I think he, I think Josh Reynolds might have uh, a significant difference this year than he, you know, than we expect. Oh, I agree. I think you know, I do agree with that. He's definitely going to have an uptick because, like you know, we talked about AJ is going to see all the all the main targets. I just don't, you know, Corey Davis was pretty decent. And I just don't see Josh Reynolds, you know, doing what Corey Davis did. Right. All right, let's move on to the last team in the AFC South. We're going to cover the Houston Texans. Boy, we got a mess down in Houston. We are in trouble. They've added Mark Ingram. They've added Tyrod Taylor and uh, Philip Lindsay. So the, I think their backfield's gotten better because they got rid of Duke Johnson and Will Fuller's gone. Um, with the additions of Ingram and Lindsay, their backfield's better. Um, but right now, I we don't know what's going to be going on with Sean Watson. That's why they brought in Tyrod Taylor. So, you know, we talked about the Jags being a wait and see. The Texans are a big wait and see um, as it currently stands. Guys, what you think about the Texans? Shit show. is a shit fucking show down in fucking Texas. You got David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, Mark Ingram. Staying away from that shit. And who the fuck are you throwing the ball to? A washed up Randall Cobb? Uh, injured fucking Brandon Cooks. Like, yeah, nah. It's a mess. This team, this team, if Deshaun is not playing this year, they're definitely going like 1 and 15 or over 16. I'm staying away from every Texan fucking player possible. Nah. I yeah, this is, this, I agree. This is the worst <laughs> team in the league next year. Guys, this what shit. up? How, shit, how shit. the mighty have fallen, man. The Texans at one point were, man, they were saying that they were Super Bowl hopefuls. This is terrible. And it's mm-hmm. all due to the front office. I mean, I think Watson's going to be suspended, personally. That's, even, that's just the way it is with the NFL. They just fucking suspend people. But uh, they have nothing. They have absolutely nothing. And the Jags may surpass them this year, and they may fall to the bottom of the division. This is a sad case. They should have let Watson go. and got. They could have got a haul for Watson. Three first-rounders, maybe even four. They should have did that shit when they should have. This is just bad, and 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 it's what it is. It's just bad. It's what Yo, it how is. Houston? How Houston got like the what three most injury-prone running backs <laughs> in their depth chart <laughs> all at the same time? I I don't know how they did that. Like uh, they so must true. have it in their contract. Like you so know, true. each of them are going to play like a quarter of a game. <laughs> right. Right. So right. with that being good, said, good uh, buddy, buddy, buddy Howell. Look for him because all three of these cats are probably <laughs> down the same game. The sleepy dark horse of the year. He's calling his shot right now. Buddy Hollow. You better draft him. What about the job boys? Mark it down. All right. So speaking of the Texans and speaking of Sean Watson, we actually got a legit legal expert, believe it or not, that um, we interviewed earlier and we're going to discuss the Sean Watson case. So let's go ahead and play that interview and hear about what she thinks going to happen with Sean Watson this season. As promised, our legal expert is here. A beautiful one at that. We have attorney Mary Jane Cooper. Welcome to the set. Thank you so much for having me. Not only is she our resident legal expert, and we're going to have her on this season from time to time to discuss um, anything going on in the league regarding legal matters. Um, She's also our resident Eagles fan as well. That's right. Go Birds. Devonta Smith, big pickup for you guys this year. Could mean the Eagles are flying high. We shall see. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. They both came from Alabama. 
same offense, same coaches, same strategies. It'll be nice to see the two of them play together. Absolutely. Well, as you know, me and the boys have been discussing the AFC South. Mm -hmm. um, as we turn our head south to Houston, we obviously know the big story is the Deshaun Watson case. Yeah. I know you've done some research. Tell us what you found out in regards to this case. Okay, well, um, I did review all of the complaints. Uh, the initial complaint was filed March 16th by a Jane Doe, um, and that seemingly opened the floodgates, and 22 more uh, women filed similar complaints against Deshaun Watson. Um, the latest was filed uh, just the last week of April, actually. What do you think, what have you found in those filings? Um, what, what are the complaints saying? Well, the allegations aren't all exactly the same, but they are um, similar, uh, sexual in nature. Um, they, they all have some similarities, one being that he always requests to use a towel rather than the sheet that most massage therapists commonly use. Um, and one in the complaint indicated that his towel was the size of a washcloth. Hmm. I think that was in Starsky and Hutch. Kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which is a little bit weird, but it doesn't, you know, indicate that he's done something inappropriate or anything like that. Um, from there, the allegations stem from exposure of sexual organs to um, allegations of him lying on his stomach and, quote, hip thrusting um, to a point where the in one complaint, uh, the allegation is after the hip thrusting, he turned around and there was a, a liquid believed to be ejaculation on his stomach, which is kind of strange. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, there are multiple complaints where he's on his stomach and transitioning to his back and let me let me stop you there for a second. So are you are you telling me, so we're clear, Deshaun Watson gave himself a happy ending? Basically, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I it, from what it sounds like, he's the only one that's getting a happy ending here. Um there are um like I said, the exposure of sexual organs is common to all of them. Um, and a, a lot of them mentioned that he transitioning from stomach to back uh, suddenly has an erect penis that magically falls into the hands or like onto the arm of uh, the complainant. Hmm. Um, Don't you usually wake up to that? So you should probably... <laughs> out of control anyway um so it, you know it it is concerning that there's 23 of them filing similar complaints um but they all did file these complaints civilly uh which means that their end game is financial um they didn't go to law enforcement which they could have done with some of these allegations um because they, you know, what they're alleging is pretty serious and, and, and would be in the state of Florida would consist of, in some cases, misdemeanors, in some cases, felonies. Um, so, you know, if, if what they were looking for was for him to be punished, you know, um, 
and, and that they were very upset about being victimized, you know, I guess I feel like naturally people will radiate towards law enforcement. Um, but in this case, and you know, it could be because of celebrity nature, um, there it's, it's, they're looking for a financial, uh, gain. So with it sounding like a money grab is what you're saying. So what do you think the NFL might do about it? Okay. So, um, as you know, um, and I'm sure everyone listening knows, um, the NFL does have a pretty strong code of conduct policy. Uh, they were criticized in the past for, you know, not penalizing or punishing their players who were involved in, you know, illegal activities or, you know, allegations of domestic violence or uh, sexual assault and things like that. So they've amped up their code of conduct policy that now, you know, um, basically if there's any kind of allegation of some kind of conduct by a player, a coach, anyone involved in the NFL network, um, they will uh, conduct an investigation where they go around, they talk to witnesses and alleged victims. Um, they gather information. They actually have like investigators similar to what, you know, uh, law enforcement uses. Um, when those allegations are investigated, usually uh, the player or whomever from the NFL, they'll be offered um, an evaluation, counseling, and things like that. Um, but more serious crimes and things um, typically uh, do lead to suspension. Um I know that the NFL is conducting an investigation. Um, I read that they began their investigation right after the initial complaint was filed. Um, I believe it was literally within the end of the week. Um, and they were interviewing some of these women and, mm -hmm. and potential witnesses. Um, but if they have civil suits pending, I would highly doubt that they're participating in that. Um, investigation and they can't be compelled to give that information um, to the investigators for the NFL. Um, most recently, as of last week, I do know that Harris County, where these claims were filed, uh, their law enforcement agency there has begun an investigation into the allegations that may actually result in criminal charges being brought mm. um, by the state sure. attorney's office against Mr. Watson. Mm. So, um, NFL's history, I would, um, you know, say there, obviously there's an investigation going on. It's pending. Uh, these are serious allegations. The multitude of the allegations, you know, when there's a lot of people saying the same thing, it does kind of bolster the credibility, um, when that may or may not be true. I mean, obviously, uh, in a criminal court, he's innocent until proven guilty. And in a civil court, I mean, these are just claims. There's no evidence being presented. I did review some of the evidence, like text messages and things, um, but nothing that would definitively say that this actually, you know, happened the way that it is being said. Um, you know, I know some of the women are alleged to have lied, um, and uh, not been forthcoming exactly about uh, certain things. Um, so, you know, I do know that his strategy is that he wants to take all of them to trial. Um, I've read his attorney's responses 
uh, their answers in the, the um, clerk of court system. And I did see that they, uh, you know, demanded their identities and they're looking to, you know, argue this in a court of law. So, so you would think a eight game suspension looming at some point for him. Um, so being for fantasy owners, where do you think, you know, he's in the top four, top five class for quarterback every season. <clears throat> Excuse me. Where do you think fantasy owners should focus or should they draft him at all? Um, or should they look later on in the draft for him or take a shot at him early? Well, you know, it's interesting that you said an eight game suspension. I'm, I'm not really sure how the NFL decides the number of games. Um, I know that, you know, the history, Ezekiel Elliott had a six-game suspension for an allegation of domestic violence, um, and that was one victim. Um, I know that Antonio Brown had a victim of sexual violence um, that was alleged, and he got an eight-game suspension, um, but he did also get convicted of a pretty serious felony here in the state of Florida, burglary. Um, so, you know... Um, I guess if I'm if I'm a, a guessing or betting person, like someone who plays fantasy football, I would probably say you're definitely looking at at least an eight game suspension at the least. Um, I would say that if they they began conducting this investigation in March, um, by the time the draft comes around in the end of August, I would imagine that if this will already be revealed that he's got a suspension. Um, and I think during pending litigation, I think it would be chancy. I don't think I would draft him. I personally don't think he'll play this season um, because I can't see with COVID and everything that's going on. I cannot see 23 suits all of a sudden going to trial and being resolved uh, in his favor. Um, and actually, if any of them go to trial, which wouldn't be smart for his attorney, um, if any of them go to trial, it would be during the season. And if he loses, I think there would be an additional suspension. So I think if I'm his attorney, I'm pushing it off until the very end of the season and trying to go for trial around that time, which would then, you know, mean that, you know, I don't think I'd draft him this year. And I think he might even have some suspension looming next year. Yes, <clears throat> excuse me, and to your point, add to that, um, socially speaking, we know, um, you know, I don't want to say the Me Too movement, but that's, is, it is what that is. Um, so, you know, think about the, 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 the outcry, if you will, you know, we remember Michael Vick, there was a big outcry mm -hmm. with that. It's, you know, this could be, you know, even worse if, you know. Oh, this is going to be way worse than that. It when the, you know, when the shit hits the fan so to speak so um yeah i i think you know to your point it might be uh from what you said i definitely would stay the hell away from him maybe every texan i might stay away from actually because he's basically what makes the world go around in houston so yeah i mean um i i would just yeah i would just definitely i just wouldn't draft him at all um at all no well i do appreciate you joining us um Going on from the season, I'd like to invite you back. Great perspective on things, and it like really to depends hear. on your behavior. Whether <laughs> or not you're back. 
Yes, that's very true. That's I do just want to say very one true final, on a lot of things. By one the way. final thing about Deshaun Watson, um, you know, all of these allegations have not been proven. There's not a shred of evidence out there um, that anyone knows about, and unfortunately, he's being basically convicted in the eyes of the public. Um, you know, all of these allegations coming out, and then you know, like I was saying earlier, twenty three of them that bolsters their credibility. People are thinking, "Oh, there's no way all these people would have similar stories." However, you have to note that all of these women are being represented by the same attorney, except one. So, for their stories to be similar is not completely uncommon, right? Um, it is just kind of a shame. You mentioned the Me Too movement, but the, you know, he also is. <laughs> kind of being convicted in the Me Too movement, because if these women are all giving false allegations, this man's future is in serious jeopardy and they've destroyed his reputation. Sure. There's definite suit coming for defamation if it turns out that these uh, things, and I mean, I have no idea what that can mean for the longevity of his career or or his, his career in the NFL at all. You know, so I, I do think it sucks for him. He's being convicted, you know, in the court of, of the public, right? Um, before there's any evidence, not even a scintilla of evidence, except some text messages that do not prove anything at all other than he texted them and had appointments with them. Um, so it's really unfortunate situation that he's in. Um, and we don't know. So. Sure. Well, again, thank you so much. Appreciate it. And again, we welcome you back later on the season. I'm sure the NFL always has a plethora of things going on, legally speaking, that yeah. we can get your perspective on it. All right. No problem. All right. Thanks again. Mm -hmm. All righty. Well, that was very interesting. <laughs> I appreciate that, my dear. Gentlemen, I appreciate the time today, but we are about to close another edition of The Shit Show. Doom, doom, doom. Thank you. Hey, Thanks, All God, you can Freddy's say back. goodbye if you like. Freddie, yeah. next week. Hey guys, guys, I, I know you guys miss me. I know you guys miss me. We heard the bullshit from Greg all day. It was fucking <laughs> terrible, Jake, last week. I am back for, to help you guys out. <laughs> Greg, just, just ride the coattails. Are you, are you in the closet? Are you in the closet? No, you're in the closet, sir. You are down low in the closet. This guy comes on the show and, and wants to talk about Joe Douglas. We don't give a fuck about Joe Yo. Douglas. Yo. Fuck the no, no. We just fuck want Joe you to pick Douglas. all the coats you can within the first three rounds so you can do so will, well again this year. You do that. Just, just remember, Knicks, four feet. There we go. <laughs> go Knicks. With that, go Knicks, with baby. That, go New York. Go New York. Go. With that, ladies and gentlemen, the shit show is out. <laughs> Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.